Hey everybody, I had Larry Burns over for some UFC fights and a, and a podcast broke out. What are the odds, right? We talk about the said UFC fights, uh, the UFC in general, Fight Island, get some, get some play, and other sports as well. We talk about the Comic-Con. We talked about pretty much everything because Larry is uh, Larry's not one to stick to a script, if you know what I'm saying. So when the, wherever Larry goes, we go. And I hope you enjoy it. But please, if you see him in the streets, don't ever talk to him about Wes Walker. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is, welcome back to Chatting with George Noonan. I'm sitting here with my friend Larry Burns. We're going to watch some UFC fights tonight. And Larry, I got I to gotta ask, I hope I get the answer wrong, but you have a history of when we meet to watch UFC fights of getting lost. Tell me you stopped that trend. No, I did not. No, <laughs> I did get lost once again. Um, I tried to go 128 instead of going through Boston. Yeah. And um, there's a couple times, actually, I got lost more than once, but um, I have a tendency to take a turn sooner than I should. Okay. Like, if it's anything less than a mile, like when it's getting close to like the end, like 0.4, 0.2, something like that, um, I, I panic and, and I'll turn. And I turned uh, a couple times, actually not too far from here. I turned off on a street, um, and then I had to take a couple of side streets just to get back on track again. But, um, no, I, I have not bucked that trend. I am still getting lost. <laughs> but in time. your defense, you've never been to my house. You've never been no, to my house. No, I have so. not been out to the, uh, you... to the Noonan residence. <laughs> We're in the garage, of course. But, yes. Um, but you got lost on the way to Hooters one day. That was bad. That was... <laughs> Yeah. Then there was the time. Actually, that was the same time that you was we was you thought we were meeting in Hanover at Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the fights, and I called you and I said, "Hey, oh, you called me and said, where are you?'" I'm like, "I'm right in front, dude." What? what, what I didn't see you walk in. You're like, "No, I'm back here." I'm like, "Wait, you're in Hanover, aren't you?" Because I knew that you. <laughs> we had a few times that we met at the same uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. So, you, I, I'm sure you said Hooters, but all I heard was Buffalo Wild Wings. Sometimes that's all anyone hears. Yeah, because um, I have a tendency to not listen when people talk to me, and it's it's a very bad habit of mine. But well, I'm glad you're on my podcast. Though. Yes, this absolutely. Work out well. So if uh, if you ask me a question <laughs> and I talk about something else, then you know what happened. I'll roll with it. I'll roll <laughs> exactly. with it. I'll, I'll go with you. But the point is that you got here, and we're going to watch the fights. I'm not going to make this all about the UFC, but I, I, I insisted on just getting this over with. Not over with, but right into it so we don't get bored with our conversation. So what fights are you looking for tonight for the UFC fans out there? I'm assuming, obviously, Poirier Hooker. That's the fights we're going we're gonna to watch. That is correct. All right. Are there any ones that you even know? Do you even know the card? Are you just going blindly? Honestly, I have not even really looked at the card besides that. Um, you know, I was more focused on the uh, July 11th. Yes. And there's been so many cards that, I mean, you know, Dana White has had, I believe he's had a card every single week. For the most part, yeah, yeah. For the last few months, which has been great. Because, well, you know uh, why, though? I don't mean to cut you up, but, but the reason is is because he had, with his ESPN contract, he has to hit a certain amount. And with the COVID, he lost two or three a month. So now he's making it all up so he can get that, I think it's $750 million bonus. Yes. So those, that's the reason it's happening. Not oh, that it's yeah. not great, but... I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, um, you know, it's it's the only real thing we have uh, to watch right now. Yes, true. Um, I'm not really a big. Uh, I'm not into soccer. 
Um, I am looking forward to the hopeful return of the NBA, NHL, um, even the MLB. Even Anything though, with three letters you're into. Exactly. Uh, NFL. NFL, yep. Yep, any of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, this has been great, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole Fight Island thing, that's for sure. Did you see my shirt? I did not, but that is fantastic. Check out, check out the back. See, it's, see Khabib's send location? I think it's on this side. Not to uh, take over Georgia's podcast, but for those of you uh, listening, it's, it says <laughs> UFC Fight Island. Yes, it does. Um, that is fantastic. Yeah, see the bottle? Send location? There's a bottle that says uh, send location. That's Khabib's line. It's fantastic. Yeah, my wife got me that. She got herself one and myself another one. And Myself one? She got me another one and she got herself one. But it's stuck in Brockton like most good things that go through Brockton they get stuck there so that's where that is absolutely but I digress this one this one made it out alive so that's we'll fantastic see. yeah well, I, wore this, I wore this especially tonight I got this last week nice this is my, my contribution to you my, my welcoming gift to you Larry <laughs> you could look at my shirt you, that, <laughs> uh, but you and I have been to a couple of Bellator five. You know, I've been, I've been to, to a, a bunch before well not a bunch four or five I went to one with you just one it feels like it's been more you, we were going to March 13th that was the second one yeah but then the the whole COVID thing took over, and uh, I'll never forget that phone call. You called me up like the day, the Thursday. We we're gonna go Friday. That you called me up Thursday and said I can't go because if I do, I I have to quarantine for two weeks when I get back. And I was like, Why? It I didn't crazy get it at the time. It, at the time, it was, it was the best thing. They canceled it anyway, so it didn't matter. But I just remember feeling bad because you thought I think you thought I was pissed at you. But I wasn't. I was pissed. It was. I wasn't even pissed. I was just like, oh, it was this situation. It wasn't. I was. I was aggravated myself. <laughs> oh, of course. Because I had such a good time the last time we went. It was great. It was a blast. Um, and I look forward to going back. And uh, you know, hopefully, sometime when uh, we have some sort of a normal, uh, you know, atmosphere, we can go back there again. It would be great. But uh, yeah, I mean, there was nothing like watching a, you know, a card live. Yeah. And there was so many fights. And it's almost like, the, I don't want to say the UFC rejects, but the people who defunct, defect or defunct, I don't know, yeah. either way, defect to the, to the Bell, to Bellator, they will headline the cards. So I, every card I've gone to, you know, the day before they have the weigh-ins, I know you know this, I'm just saying this for the people who may not know, at Mohegan they do by the box office, they do the weigh-ins, and the guys will come out, and, and the ladies, Paige Van Zandt, you saw my picture with Sorry, her. Sorry, I missed that. Yep, 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 she was, she was great. Uh, she's not even fighting. That's her husband that's fighting in the in the Bellator. That's which, right. which she might be as well when she, after she's this next agent. fight. Yes, she will be. But they come out. I got to tell you a Chael Sonnen story too. I may or may not have told you. This is where I'm going with this. And the guys come out. My first time there, I had the that's when I had the the ringside seats, and they're not as good as the ones we get now because there's things that are blocking. Whatever. I digress. But um, I was sitting in my my seat because we were early. My, my friend Angel and his wife went with me and uh, the three of us were ringside pretty much fourth row back. And I, I only wanted to see Chael Sonnen. I, I mean, obviously I, I wanted to see everybody, but that was my main thing. And the night before they had the weigh-ins, they all come out and I, you know, I got King Mo, big John McCarthy, um, Hoist Gracie, my first Hoist Gracie meeting. But I've, you know, I've seen him five or six times now. And everywhere I go, he, he won't leave me alone. He calls me. He's just, he's, 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 he, can't, he can't stop. I got to get his training order. We probably, actually, now I'm leading to another story with you about Hoist Gracie. But with Chael, I, we walked up to go into the fights that night, the, sa- the Saturday night. And we walked by a little radio. They're doing a live radio station, a radio show about the UFC at Bellator. At Mohegan, not the UFC, I'm sorry, the Beltor Mohegan Inn. And I'm wearing a team, remember Chael Sonnen coached the UFC tough 
Ultimate yes, Fighter. Yep. And I had the, he's the only, well, he's the only person I got the sweatshirt for. And I wore the sweatshirt because I think it was in like, this, I don't know, it was a cold month. It was worthy of a sweatshirt. And the guy goes, hey, Team Sunday, you, ju- you just missed him. He was just right here. I'm like, oh, are you serious? Like, you got to be kidding me. Because he wasn't there the night before for the weigh-ins because he's an announcer. Yeah, he was announcing at the time. So we get to our seats early because you know, front row, we want to be there pretty much. Not front row, but pretty close to front row. And so um, I see Jen Brown. She's the blonde, the equivalent of Megan O'Leary, who does the interviews with people. And, you know, she's your typical hot blonde who, know- who knows about the sport, but you know, that's who she is. And so I walk up to them. I'm like, I'm going to get her. Plus, Mike Goldberg was there. You know, Goldie. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his catchphrase? Coming up next. But I was thinking of the other one. Almost I- virtually identical. That's what it's, That's the two things he always says. And I got Goldie, and I said to Jen Brown, hey, and she's like, yeah, give me one second. I'm doing this. again. Like, yeah, no problem. Take your time. So I'm standing there. And all of a sudden, I see out of my out of my, my peripheral, I see a guy get up on the, the ramp to come to him down. And it's it's Chael Sonnen. There's nobody in the arena, really, because we're, we're open. We're in there as soon as we can. And granted, there's probably, you know, four or 500 people. But in a place like that, it feels like you're alone. Uh, so I go, Chael! And he looks over at me. He's got coffee in his hand. And I, I point to the sleeve that says Team Sonnen. He go, and I go like this. He goes, absolutely, no problem. So he, 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 puts his, he comes over, he sits down, and he's talking to me. And I'm like, hey, you know, big fan, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's, he couldn't, you know, he's a heel in the, in the USC. He was a heel, and he's, it was just an act. But anyways, but he couldn't be nicer. So you've seen the, I believe you've seen the picture I took with him. I, I did, took a yeah. selfie with Chael Sonnen. But um, he was behind me. I turned, so my back was to the ring, so he couldn't have to do anything. And I'm about to take the, the picture, and I hear him go, Two good-looking guys, and I just started laughing. And so, if you when you see my face, I'm I'm not like cheesy smiling. I'm actually laughing because he got me. I wasn't expecting to hear anything, but he couldn't be, he couldn't have been the nicest. He couldn't have been nicer. He was. Just, I like hearing stories like that because you know, especially you know, like you said, the role that he plays. You know, he he, he plays a bad guy. Yeah. You know, or he, he he would have been perfect uh, a WWE um, villain heel, and um, and you know, without a question. You know, to see to hear a story like that—that that he was, you know, he's a he's a good guy. I like to hear that because, um, you know, you, d- you do meet some of these guys that are jerks. So. Yeah, they can be. Uh, Brian Bader was the only guy who ever walked right through and didn't stop to take. I don't care if you don't take a picture with me because you know I'm not 12. But there's, you know, sometimes it's not little kids, but there's younger guys. It does, you should, anyways. I think if you're there, that's what you're there for to promote the thing. But um, yeah, he just walked right. He couldn't care less. He was he was kind of a jerk about it because people were asking him, and he was just like shoving, not shoving him, but you know, brushing by them. Which is funny because he was. I mean, he wasn't fantastic. I mean, he was he was a good fighter in UFC. But, yeah, but he wasn't. No, he wasn't great. No, he's just that's great. You're 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 the best in the junior division. Good for you. Right. You're, yeah. The the triple the A. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Paw Sox. I was going for. Uh, the, I, the Hoist Gracie story. You got, you want to tell it? Go for it. Mohegan, when you know when when you when you got your your opportunity to meet Hoist Gracie, who what I really for those who don't know is a pioneer of the sport. He's on the he's on the Mount Rushmore of all MMA fighters. Hoist Gracie. I still have a lot of people that see that picture on my Facebook, or or I was sending it out to some of my friends because I was so excited that I got that picture, and they're all like, "Who's that guy?" And I was just like, "Ah, oh, I'm like that hurts." You don't know who that is. I know, right? And I will put these pic- I will put both pictures on the the website. I mean the the Facebook page of our of our my podcast, so the people know what we're talking about. But but when we were going to get a drink, we were going to we were going to where we where were we going? We were going to not Starbucks. We were going to 
Dunk, did we go to Dunkin' Donuts? Is that yeah, what it was? I think it was Dunkin's. All right. And you want to take it or do you want me to take it? No, because honestly, it sounds like you remember it more than I do. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. So we were talking and I was bragging about, I was, you know, joke bragging about how, you know, oh, it's just a matter of time before we bump into Hoy's Gracie, blah, blah, blah. And we, we, went to, we went to get coffee on the second floor and they they ran out of something. I forget what the circumstance was, but we couldn't get it. it I was so psyched because you were staying over. I wasn't. And... I, w- I was so excited because I'm telling you, oh, this is the coffee place that's open 24 hours, blah, 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 blah. They had like nothing available. So we're like, all right, well, do you want to go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? And I think you chose Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. So we walked downstairs from the, from the second floor and we went down to the Dunkin' Donuts area by, by Jersey Mike's and we passed Starbucks. And I said to you off the cuff and I thought, you know, I go, oh, yeah, by the way, that's why it's crazy. You went, what? Huh? What? 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 I'm like, we just passed away. It's crazy. You go, what? Huh? We'll get him on the way back. Don't worry about it. Because he was on the phone, so I didn't stop. That's right. Otherwise. And then we went back, and I went, here we go. So we got our picture taken with Hoist Grace. I told him, you know, obviously I'm not telling what I'm telling you. I told him, uh, excuse me, sir, may I please have another selfie with you, kind sir? But, you know, afterwards, it's, uh, the guy's following me around everywhere. But, but so then you got your picture with Hoist Grace. He came out really good. And, um, yeah, that's something you. I would keep forever as well. I was really excited, and you know, it's official because I have one of those Alexas that has the pictures. Oh, and it's in there. Nice. So that makes it official. It's an official picture. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was without a question. That was a fantastic trip, um, and I was looking forward to going again. And um, you know, I'm still looking forward to it. So I know that there'll be a point where we can go see a live show again. But I mean, in the meantime, at least, at least there's fights to watch. So right. And in the UFC fights are just kind of the too expensive, and that's how I started because I'm we, I could have went to UFC in Boston, but the the bad seats were like hundreds of dollars. I mean, more than what we paid for front. Wait, how much? Yeah, yeah. The the no, I'm sorry. The good the bad seats were way more expensive than the seats that we had. We we usually get the front row ba- balcony. I went from the the ringside wasn't that great, so I try to get the front row balcony now. So there's nobody in front of us. You and you you've seen it. It's really good. And those are this, those are like what are they like 110 after everything's all said and done. Yeah. Whereas for 110 at a UFC show, you might get a T-shirt. I mean, it's it's insane. So I'm just like I'll I'll just never go because it's just it's not worth it. It's I mean it's not. And um, I still have my. Uh, I think it was a $70 Bellator sweatshirt. Yes, you got a sweatshirt. That's I still right. I have it. I it's hope one so. of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, they have good stuff, too. I mean, like I said, it's all UFC guys for the most part. But even the ones that aren't, like Pitbull, when I was in the front row, I, I caught the front row, but I was, I was on the edge of the ramp when they walked down. And Pitbull, who was one of their high-profile fighters, all, has always been Bellator, I believe. Maybe somewhere else, Pride or something. But, but he's Bellator's. He, he's a champ champ for Bellator. And he was walking down the the ring, and I was, I was he was coming right towards me, and he was he, he looked around, he and I went left, 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 and he kind of stopped. He hesitated. He looked left, and I'm going like this. I got my hand raised. Like give me a high five. He walks over, gives me a high five, and I I saw it on TV. So I took a snapshot of the TV of him giving me the high five. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I was on. I think it was Spike at the time, but now it's Paramount. But uh, that was pretty cool because I didn't get to see him the night before. I forget why. I saw him, but I don't think he came out. I think he went out the back door. I don't know what the circumstances were, but I didn't get to see him. But, uh, yeah, I was hoping to get a bunch of people. Well, we ran into Joe Lozon, Bridgewater's own Joe Lozon. That was a a favorite of mine. That was actually a surprise. Now, you can tell this one. I'm sure you remember this um, All I remember is we we were going into a restaurant. Yes. And we went in there, and, you know, uh, I have a 
gluten intolerance, <laughs> and there was no, there wasn't really anything on the menu for me to eat. So uh, we ended up leaving, and then we ended up somewhere else. I think we were trying to decide where we were going to go at that point, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, Joe Lozon just walks by, and it was another thing. I was kind of starstruck when I saw him. And uh, I was like, oh my, you know, I'm trying to get my phone out because you, you, you know, you're a pro with this. You were all set to go. Boom, you had it. It's like you, you were ready. And all of a sudden, I was like, can I have one too? And he's like, yeah. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm fumbling with my phone and, and, and the picture. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible, it wasn't a terrible picture, but, no, it's um, good. It's good. but it was. You could tell I was just kind of like, oh my god, you know, because I, I didn't want him to. You know, he was nice enough to stop, right. so I didn't want him to to get mad or anything. But he was, um, he was, he was great. Yeah, he stopped right away. I was like, Joe Lozon. He stopped, turned around, and said, Hey, like, act like he knew us. Hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah. I'm like, Oh, my wife's a big fan. She went for Bridgewater. Blah, blah. I'm a fan too, obviously. But you know, and I think I'd name I'd name the wife and let her know that it's you know not some just douche who wants to pick a picture with him, <laughs> even though I was. But uh, no, he couldn't. Again, he couldn't have been nicer either. He wasn't even fighting. He was cornering a guy yeah. that night. So we got to see him. And uh, the Paige Van Zandt thing was funny because her husband was uh, fighting the night, and she went to the weigh-ins. At, I don't think she was there at the actual weigh-ins, but she was behind the, the door. And when they both came out, I'm like, "Oh my, I, I gotta, I gotta get Paige Van Zandt." I mean, come on. So I walked down there, and, and I felt bad for the dude because nobody's paying attention to this guy. And and I know his name's Austin, but. I don't care about Austin, whatever his name is. He could, he could have been Stone Cold Steve Austin. He could have it wouldn't have mattered. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go with Paige Van Zandt. So, yep. so, and she, again, she could have been, she she looked at him like, uh, but she was cool. She was very cool. She took the picture. And then I went up to him. I said, hey, man, I, you know, I'm wishing you luck tomorrow night. You know, good luck. He ended up winning. He's actually undefeated right he is, now. Yeah. He's a good fighter. And when she fights her next fight, She's going to test the waters. And I think her plan, like much like Brady going to Tampa Bay, I think it's their plan all along to get her to Bellator. Which should be good. It'll give you another reason to watch Bellator. Well, yeah, and when we go, he, yeah. he always fights. And I've seen him fight a couple of times, and she's she always corners him too. So I've, she's in the ring. She Well, not in the ring, but so we'll, she'll probably find the same card. I think he was going to be on the card that he we was. were going to again. He was. Yeah. There's a couple guys. Daly, too. Yeah, Paul, I've seen Paul Daly a couple times. I've seen Matt Mitrione somehow is on every single card I go there. He is wicked cool. He actually, I took a picture of him, and I was like, you know, hey, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't call him Meat. That's his nickname. But I was like, hey, hey, Matt, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, of course, of course, of course. And, and I took the picture, and it was like goofy looking. I'm like, oh, he goes, what? He goes, I go, don't worry about it. He goes, no, what happened? He goes, this came out. Don't worry. I don't want to wait. Take another picture. I'm like, okay. So he was really cool about it, and most for the most part, they all are except for except for Bader. Yeah, Baby Slice, Kimbo's kid. That's right. He him. fought on the card we went to. Yeah, I seen him fight twice. Yeah, and then he got disqualified after, right? Then he he, he got popped for something. He tested positive. I think so. Yeah. yeah, odds are good on that. Yeah, but um, that was a good card. Yeah, it, the, they're all they're the, all the great. worst fight was the main event. Yes, yes, that's right. McDonald Lima. Yes. Yes. Um, I actually went to one weekend. I went to one where they were both Saturday and Sunday night at Mohegan. I ended up staying over and I went to both shows. And the first card was, the first night was really good. It was, but the second was going to be, that was MVP versus Daly. And you, you could hear a pin drop. They were awful. They were both afraid to throw punches. And that's usually how fights go. You throw a punch or two, but they decided not to for whatever reason. And it was just a snore fest. And the whole card was off. That was when I think Mitrion got DQ'd for kneeing some guy in the apple sack, and that's not fun, no matter how you look at it. And and, and they had they, they ended up rematching at another card, but 
the whole card, like just the 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 great thing about Bellator though is they give you like fifteen undercard fights. So like if you're watching on TV, it starts at nine or ten, whatever. You see like five supposedly you know their best fights but before that we've been watching since six o'clock yeah or six or whatever there, time it is right after dinner we went over yeah, there exactly and, uh, yeah we were there till after it had to be after midnight yeah it was great there were a lot of good fights yeah no they they really do it well because you, you usually you know with boxing you get the main event and maybe one or two on the undercard and that's it if the three of them suck that's 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 too bad but with bellator there's like 15 then the five so you see about 20 fights and they're usually pretty good now, I know you're a huge hockey fan. I'm sure people who, who don't know the UFC have already shut us off by now, but whatever. Um, you got a Bruin shirt on. How, how are you looking? You, you, you excited? The playoffs? I, I couldn't be happier. Quick mini season, then the playoffs? Couldn't be happier. Um, you know, it was a, as a Bruins fan, um, it was a really good season. And it was shaping up to be. I mean, last year was a very big disappointment, losing in, the se- you know, in Game 7. Um, and uh, they looked like they were they were poised to make another run at it, um, especially when a team goes so deep in the playoffs the year before. They usually run out of gas, or or maybe the the year after, you know, they don't have a great season. But but they looked like they were getting stronger as it was going on. Um, the last game that they had before uh, got shut down was against uh, Philly, a two nothing game. It was it was playoff atmosphere, and um, you know I couldn't be happier. I'm I'm just waiting to find out what the hub city is going to be, and um, I'm ready to get it going. I mean. I'm not happy about the, the round robin thing where they actually have to play for position now. Right, right. But, um, I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point because there's no home ice advantage. It's all the same. So, you basically, it's just all about matchups. So, whoever they end up playing. Um, I know a lot of people are freaking out because of the fact that Montreal still has an outside chance of getting in. And a lot of people <laughs> are still seeing ghosts over them. But yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about it. Claude Julien's the coach over there. So, I'm good with it. Um, if they play Montreal, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always laughed about the Claude Julien thing because everybody wanted him fired at all times. And they were always competitive. They want to stay in the cup with the guy. And even the next season, they're like, all right, now can he go? Like, now that we won the cup, can we get rid of him now? He was two games in, in, in the shirt that I'm wearing, yeah. uh, the 2011 Stanley Cup with the sleeves cut off. Yes, sir. Um, Looking good, by the way. Thank you. Um, but I, uh, there's, he was two games away. They were down 2 nothing in, in that opening series against Montreal that year. Two games away from getting fired. Crazy, right? And and they came back, and you know that was just that was a great run. Yeah. And um, but that's how close he was. And then 2013, same thing, you know, disappointment. Yes. And then 2000 last year, um, <laughs> disappointment. But um, but no, I mean they they have that's why this season to me is so important because they they have a couple of good runs left in them. Um, and some of the you know Bergeron, guy, it seems like he's been playing for like 50 years. Right. You know, everybody, you know, a lot of people forget how young he was when he came up, you know, when he came up. And, um, you know, he's getting up there. He's he's had a lot of injuries. He's still playing great. But, um, you know, this core only has a couple runs left, you know, a couple of years left in him. So, you know, every year is important. Now, do you feel like you alluded to a little bit, but we were in first place. The Bruins were in first place. And it looked like they were going to end up first or close to it anyways. Do you think that level this right now levels the playing field, or do you just not even care? Give me some hockey. Oh, I don't. I honestly, I don't care what. It, I mean, I, obviously, I want to see them go deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't care. I'm just so I'm starving for hockey right now. I'm starving for anything. <laughs> right. Like I said, I'm glad that you know even baseball. I mean, with how gross the you know the whole uh, posturing was by both sides. Yeah. I mean, I would I could I do I didn't even care if if uh, baseball came back, but I'm glad that they're back now that they are. Sure. I mean, I'll even watch that. 
Yeah. You know, even though I think the Red Sox are going to be trashed this year, but <laughs> they very well besides might be. that, um, yeah, I'm just I'm starving for all the the three letter sports. So. <laughs> I love three letter sports. Yeah. <laughs> too bad. Sorry, sorry, WNBA, but I would watch that too. Um, we mentioned Tom. I mentioned Tom Brady earlier. What are your thoughts on that? Let's let's just run the gamut. We'll get to the Celtics after this, but I. Um, so I'm probably gonna make a lot of people mad. Okay, Rough but there. my whole thing is. He's. I, I love what he did. I mean, obviously, you know, what a great run. 20 years. I mean, it's it's unheard of. It's unheard of in any sport. But I mean, what the Patriots were able to do um, in this in this run was unbelievable. And the fact that you know now that he's gone and you have a lot of people. I mean, there's obviously there's two sides. There's there's the people that are mad at Belichick, and the people that are mad at Brady. And, and to me, it just seems like there's more people mad at, at Belichick than they are at Brady. See, I'm on the – I've been a Patriots fan since, I want to say, the early 80s. Uh, and I remember listening to the games on the radio with my father. Because he had no choice. Because they were blacked out. Yeah. And anybody who's, you know, been around for the last 20 years won't even – they're, like, blacked out. What does that even mean? It's, it's when you don't sell enough tickets for the game to be broadcast on television. And that used to happen to the Patriots all the time. Consistently, in the yeah. And um, I just remember watching some game. Like, I remember I, I, I used to watch Earl Campbell all the time. Nice. Because Houston used to be on TV all the time. And I, he was one of my favorites back then. But I remember watching, you know, I, I'd be watching, you know, whatever game they had on TV. And then at the same time, I'm listening to the Patriots. And, um, yeah, I mean, so I grew up a Patriots fan. And, you know, Brady was on the team, and obviously they couldn't do it without him. The guy's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. But he's gone. Right. So I'm not one of those people that's going to Tom go Brady's up. not walking through that door. Tom I'm Brady is not Rick walking Pitino. through this garage door. <laughs> and um, so he's gone. So now I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. Go Stidham. I hope Stidham turns into the next Tom Brady. I really hope he does. I, I mean, it's, the chances of that are very slim. Um, and who knows? Maybe it's going to take them four or five years to find the guy. You know, they, they got lightning in the bottle with Brady, six-round pick. It was absolutely ridiculous, you know, for, you know, for him to be as good as he was. But he was a game manager when he first started. You know, he didn't really start picking up, you know, steam on his stats till 2007. I mean, that's when he, he really blew up. So if Stidham can be a game manager, you know, I think that, you know, they have a chance to still be, you know, really good. I think Brady, in a lot of ways, and I know this is going to be an unpopular view with everyone, I think the last couple of years... He quit on the team. You know, I just think that his heart wasn't in it. I think that he didn't want to meet with a lot of these receivers and, you know, put the work in. And then last year, I mean, it showed on the field. He was kind of half-assing it, you know, as far as, you know, uh, everyone saying Nikhil Harry, which is this, all this stuff bugs me. You know, Sony Michelle was a bad pick. Uh, he's a bust. You know, Nikhil Harry's a bust. I don't know how the kid can be a bust after, like, half a season. I think he's going to be good. It looks like his work his work ethic is going to be you know is going to be really well. He's putting the work in. So I think that you know they have a chance to be a little bit better offensively this year. I mean, I still think if if you had to you know put me on the spot right now for record wise, I would say probably nine and seven with a chance to go ten and six. And with that that extra playoff spot this year, I think they're gonna they're gonna sneak in the playoffs. Do you think they win the AFC East? I think they have a good chance to win it. Um, I, if you want to ask me right now, the Buffalo Bills are still the Buffalo Bills, and until they prove to me that, you know, 
there are not a bunch of chokers, you know, with, with Allen, the interception machine, at quarterback. Right. I'm going to give it to him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, yeah, the Patriots are going to win the East. That's not a bad I, I think I, their defense is still going to be good. I think, you know, some of these kids, like kid Oost that they got from Michigan, he's going to be a beast. Watch out for him. Um, and I just think that, uh, you know, they have one of the best secondaries of football. And all I heard on the offseason was trade Gilmore to get pieces for him. Why would you trade the best, one of the best players? I mean, I'm not even talking about cornerback. Best players in football. Right. You're going to trade them? It's not time. To, it's not time to blow up. No, it's definitely not. Especially since you you just made mention of it. Um, Brady did not win the Super Bowl. Brady didn't lose the Super Bowl. All those games. 2018. Uh, no, 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 no. It's the first one. Oh yeah. He when he took over for Drew Bledsoe, yep. they, they they game managed it, and just don't don't give the ball over. Just. We'll play to our strengths, and the defense will – and that's what they did, and it worked. They had a really good defense it that year. It worked. That's, that's, that's what Belichick will give you. Everyone says Belichick's worth at least you know two to three wins a season, and that's why. I don't care who, what your name is. Matt Castle stepped in and won 11 games. But we didn't make the playoffs. That was an anomaly. Yeah. We won 11 games with Matt Castle. That was ridiculous. That yeah. They, it was, I mean, that season, they, it, it, there was a couple of games early on where Castle was getting his feet wet that – they had some, you know, they had some problems, and I think that if they, you know, if they could have got it together just a little bit sooner, I think even in the playoffs they would have, I think they would have been one of those teams that you didn't want to play. Sure. Um, I don't think that they were good enough to beat the Steelers that year um, without Tom Brady, okay. but I do think that they, you know, they could have very well been an AFC Championship team. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. And you never know. Once you get the goal is to get to the playoffs, right. then it's all bets are off. Just ask, ask. Well, ask Baltimore. They they steamrolled through, and then they thought they had it won. And Casey said, "Nah, we'll take that from you. Thank you." Um, and both of those two teams, Kansas City and Baltimore, I, I can't stand. I can't stand either. Team. <laughs> well, you're a Pats fan, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, just based on the fact too that I mean, Kansas <laughs> City, before they even won last year, they were they were talking like they were, you know, a dynasty. And it's like, you you, what did you win? You haven't won anything yet. You you got beat at home the year before by the Patriots um, to a team that, I mean, they, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you want to ask me too, like Super Bowl victories, that was probably my favorite because it was so unexpected. Which, which one? The, the last one, 2018. Oh, okay. Because that team just, they looked like they were dead in the water. Um, they just lost in Pittsburgh, 17-7. Um, you know, they were, they were going in the wrong direction. They actually had to, to get a bye because the Houston Texans, who have a history of choking, choked. So that's how they backed into the second seed. And um, they, and they had two good games at the end of the season against the Jets. And I think it was, it was Buffalo and the Jets to end the season. And, you know, they put on dominant performances. But, of course, you know, you get sports radio. You know, who did they play right. at the end? There? They played two crap teams, and they, they looked good against them. You know, they could finally run the ball. Then they get in the playoffs against San Diego and just absolutely dusted that team. Um, I mean, they just went into Baltimore the week before and beat the Ravens in Baltimore. I mean, didn't just beat them. They, they, cleaned, they cleaned the clock. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone was saying, well, this is going to be the end of it right here. This is the end of the dynasty. You know, San Diego is going to go into New England and beat them. And New England wasn't having it. They beat them. They flipped the switch. Then they went into Kansas City, and it was cold. I mean, that, that day, I remember before that game started, was the late game. I'm outside scraping ice off my driveway for like three hours. And then finally that game started, and um, it was just awesome. That's not how I pregame, by the way. 
scrape an ice? Yeah, no, I don't. I do recommend it. I don't. <laughs> it worked. It worked. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, yes. maybe we all should do that. Um, what, now, what do you think about like this year? Do you do you even want to see a Super Bowl? Because we're not playing the Bucks till next year, and they come to us, I believe. So, will you want to see the Bucks go to the Super Bowl this year, or do you no. you, you just want to see them get? I am not a Tampa Bay fan. Um, I know I probably went off on a long tangent story, um, but what I started to say was, <laughs> I do that. That's hey. Sometimes you have to friend, like I said, we're all in, friends here. But um, with Tampa Bay, um, you have the people that go out and are buying the Tom Brady shirts, buying the Tampa Bay shirts. You know, I'm I'm not rooting for you know the Patriots. I'm I'm a Tampa fan now. You know, and Gronk's over there. Who, by the way, he's a quitter. He quit on the Patriots. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's fine. Yeah. A lot of people think there was a conspiracy there. There was a conspiracy. Brady said, hey, listen, take the air off, get healthy, do what you got to do, do your wrestling, whatever, who cares? Eh. I'll pick you up when I go. And, and it's funny because it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, they quit because they weren't having fun anymore. Belichick was mean to him. And it's like, oh, <laughs> your boss was mean to you? So, oh, you it know. It is a job, by the way. Yeah, you, you it are is a, a job. And, and it's going to happen. You know, you're going to have, you know, bosses that are going to demand stuff from you and they're probably not going to be the nicest, but... At the end of the day, I mean, if you get the results, I mean, six six Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. It's the old, you know what else is fun? Winning. Exactly. Winning is, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> that's why you play the game, right? Yeah, I mean. You, you play to win the games. That's right, right, Herm Edwards? That's right. That's right, Herm Edwards. And what, another one of my favorite lines was uh, was a Jim Mora. Oh, playoffs? That's exactly. Playoffs? I, I, the face I just wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean. I don't want to see Tampa Bay do well. No, not at all. No, not at all. You'd I rather see them go over than lose. I hope they lose every game, and then. But wouldn't that solidify the Belichick versus Brady? Well, I guess it would if they went over. But, um, but beating them in the Super Bowl wouldn't that be kind of awesome? Oh, if the Patriots beat them in the Super yeah, Bowl, yeah, yeah, oh, it'd be fantastic. But you're saying because the Patriots won't make it to the Super Bowl, probably you don't even want to see them have a shot because they do have a fifty-fifty shot if they make the Super Bowl. That's Anything nice. can happen, but I do not see them. You know, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl this year. But I mean, I still see them having a good season. Sure. And then they're going to have more salary cap space next year, and you know they can start to build the team. You know, build it better than than what it is now. I know a lot of people, like I was saying before, everyone's complaining about the weapons and blah blah blah. So that's another reason why I want. It's like, okay, Tom Brady, you have the weapons now. Let's see what, what are you going to do with it. You know, because he was complaining, oh, I don't have any weapons. You know, and you could see him on the field. He was, you know, he's whining. He if there was a game against the the Jets last year. They won by like thirty points. And he's at the press conference like someone kicked his dog. I remember that. Yeah. And it's like, are you, are you kidding me right now? It was now? a bad look. Yeah, it was terrible. And, and that was him all last year. And then, you know, at the end, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, I can't see how, uh, you know, the Patriots would have uh, made it as far as they did last year without Brady. And it's like, yeah, because, you know, one of my lasting impressions of Brady is the last two games of the season, him throwing pick sixes mm-hmm. against the Dolphins and then against the Titans. His last throw as a Patriot was his a pick last six. throw of the Patriot as a Patriot was a pick six so Logan Ryan Logan Ryan that's right another ex, an ex-Patriot um, well, but he's got a point though because they, how many Super Bowls did they win with Randy Moss he's a great weapon how many that's uh, I would say that's a big zero. Oh, I didn't mean Randy Moss I meant, I meant Wes Walker how many did they win with Wes Walker well don't even get me started on Wes Walker <laughs> just give me the number first 2011 uh oh that's not the number I was thinking but they won zero with Wes Walker correct Zero with Wes Welker, 2011. And I want to hear your view on this. 2011, right, sure, sure. the play yes. against the Giants that would have, it would have sealed that Super Bowl. Would it have, though? Oh, yeah, it definitely would have. It would have been first down. When he dropped the ball. But that's, see, that, but the, that you're assuming... They had no more timeouts. Yeah. 
It would have taken you past the two-minute warning. Yeah. And they would have been in... How you doing? And they would have been close to, to, uh, to field goal range, if I remember that correctly, too. Oh, they would have. Oh, yeah, they would have. But how much were they down? See, I forget, I forget those, like, those numbers. Were they down two? I think at that point, I, weren't they up, were they up two or three? I don't, I don't remember. That's why Because I, I think they lost by four. Because I remember at the end of the game, they were throwing Hail Marys to... So they needed a touchdown. Yeah. So the field goal would have meant nothing. But it would have ran the clock down a lot less than what it was. Because not right. to mention the fact it probably would have sealed the game. Because they would have had four more downs. But they would have had to score a touchdown. That's what you're no, saying. No, no, I'm saying before, when, when, when Welker dropped the ball, they were, they were winning. The Patriots were winning that game. Oh, see, that's... A, all right, I forgot that. Yeah. All right, my bad. The Patriots were winning. That would have sealed so the game. So you don't want my view, because I don't have a view, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Let's go with your view. So I think that, that that sealed the game, and my view on that was, uh, you know, now that I'm on a roll with Brady, I, go, I, I, could, say, I could say that Brady... Let's go, butter. You're on a roll. that ball. Oh. But I'd like to think that Welker dropped that one. Uh, he definitely dropped Because it was in his hands. He dropped And I remember standing up, and cheering, and at the same time, as I saw the ball fall out of his hands, devastation set in because 2007, you're playing the Giants. 2007 is still fresh in your mind, the Tyree catch, and, and anything like that can happen. So, um, and then sure enough, there was a crazy catch on the, on the very next, you know, once they punted the ball and Eli got the ball back, there was a, a crazy catch again. Yeah. That wasn't the, Tyrell, the Tyrell, Ty, David Ty, was it David Tyrese or David Tyrell? David Tyrese, correct? It was Tyrese. Okay, was that the, the call you're the catch? No, you? I'm talking about because the, there was two of them. And yes, in 2011 there was a, a crazy catch on the sideline, um, and I believe um, I can't remember at the off the we top tried of my to head. Forget. Yeah, who the receiver was off the top of my head, but he made a great catch on the sidelines between two defenders, and that set up the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. And it was one of those things when he made the catch, you just shook your head, and you're just like, oh, my God, here we go again. Right. And then, of course, the same thing almost happened in 2014. Who? On the sideline, a curse, when he was falling down, and the ball landed on him, he never dropped it. And then, of course, you know what happened with Pete Carroll throwing the ball. And yes, yes. Thank you very much for that. Yes. I didn't blame Pete Carroll for that. I'm one of the few. A lot of people said you should. Marshawn Lynch had been stopped for losses before, and there's no guarantee, and that's why I say the, you can't. The week before that, and and Belichick baited him into that. Yeah. If you, I, I watched a, a really good, you know, documentary on that game, and they they had everybody mic'd up, and Belichick set up that defense. Hold on, real quick. Do you like the train? I love the train. It's a good touch, right? That's awesome. <laughs> it's behind us, but yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's literally right. It's maybe. 20 feet from the back of the garage. Does that keep you up at night? No, you don't. I don't hear it. I only hear it here because I hear it in the headphones, and, and, and I, like to, uh, I like to acknowledge it. See? This, yep, this, this is what happens. But no, it's like living at the airport. They say you don't hear the airplanes, and that's true. I went out the girl in Winthrop once, and I, I first went to I'm like, how do you live like this? And she's like, what? I'm like, there's a freaking plane that just drove by the house, but like 10 feet above it. I, I don't hear it anymore. How do you not hear that? But I, I too, stop hearing the, the plane. I don't hear planes, trains, or automobiles. That, nice. should, that should be a movie. Yeah, no, John no, Candy. Never work. Never work. Okay, I apologize. Back to the back to the. I, I have, well, we you lost about? your train of thought. Ah, see what I did there. <laughs> um, we were discussing the the Brady. We'll get, we'll go way back. We'll, we'll we'll leave the Giants alone now. We'll go back to the Brady thing. So you you're you're under the. Because Brady's now on social media a lot. He's he's speaking his mind a lot. So he's 
My, 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 mother, my mother likes to say, Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever because he doesn't have an ego. He doesn't have, I'm like, Mom, every quarterback has an ego. You have to have an ego. If Tom Brady was, I used to say, um, if, if Peyton Manning, because she hates Peyton Manning, because he's not Tom Brady. If Peyton Manning was a Patriot, you would say, Peyton Manning is the best because he doesn't have an ego, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they all do. And now Brady's showing it. Belichick won't let you, he checks your ego at the door. And to Brady, Brady's credit, he did it the Patriot way, and that's why it worked. But it's a Patriot way. It's not the Tom Brady way. The Tom Brady way is to say, "There's only the only thing to fear is fear itself." And drink my stuff and wear my shirts and and let's practice out in a park. And I'm gonna just throw the ball even though I'm not supposed to because I'm Tom Brady. Blah 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 blah. That's what Tom Brady is. Is always has always been. The first thing he said to Kraft was what? Like you just made the best uh, pick. That's the best decision you ever yeah. made. Yeah, I mean, so he's always had it, and that was awesome. Sure, and I'm not even. I don't even hate Tom Brady. I, I don't, but. Facts are facts. He has an ego, and you have to have an ego. You can't be a quarterback with down down four with the ball in your hands and, and hope that you could make a play. You have to say, I am making this play. Peyton Manning, they all have it. He made, I mean, you know, I know, like I said, I'm being, I'm being critical of Tom Brady. It's okay. But I love Tom Brady. Yeah. Love him. It, you know, like I said, if there would be no six Super Bowl championships without him. And, um, you know, the fact that they made it to, what was it, eight straight um, AFC Championship games. I mean, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. You almost expected him to be there every year, and yeah. he was the main reason. I mean, especially early on in his career, he could take like 2006. He could take any crap receiving core and just elevate them. Exactly. And that's what he wasn't able to do at the end. Which is why I, that's why I was, I was hoping we were going to go with full circle. Yes. It brings you back to why do you need the weapons? You won with with David Givens. You won with Troy Brown, who was awesome, by the way, played defense as well. Yep. You won with guys like um, oh, I can't now. I can't think of them. But but you don't. You didn't have the core, the receivers that you had the last couple of years. You, you you never won with Randy Moss. You never won with Wes Welker. You won with Edelman. But like you, you're known for making you're elevating people's plays. That's what goats do. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years. You couldn't you couldn't name any of his receivers. He doesn't care. Just catch the ball. That's all you have to do is catch the ball. I'll put the ball there. You just catch it. Yeah, absolutely. Dan Marino made made the the the, the Mark brothers, Clayton and du, uh, Duper. What are they? What are they? The, did they call them the Mark brothers or the Marks brothers? That I can't. You know, that's a, a great question. I I thought those two receivers were fantastic. Yeah, they had a name. I mean, well, they were fantastic because they played with Dan Marino for the most. I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, they, but but Dan Marino had no running game. Nope. Never had a defense, and, and he still. What was the most feared quarterback around? I mean, that, and no one had a bigger ego than Marino. Oh no, he was he was definitely the worst. <laughs> no, those isotonic glove commercials were oh, terrible too. Those I couldn't the stand best. I, I was a big Marino fan back <laughs> in the day. Um, but you know, you have to have an ego, and that's why he is great. You can't, like you said earlier, you can't erase what he did. I I will root for Tom Brady. I will root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, except when they play the Patriots. Uh, week one, Tampa now has the most primetime games possible yeah. in the most they've had. Uh, they have more this year than they've had, ever had combined, I think. Oh, there's no question. And the first week one is New Orleans versus the, the, the Bucks. Looking and, and forward to that one. My God, you can't. They're going to play them twice. They're going to play the Packers, I believe, this year too, I think. And it's just amazing to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm... Don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to those games. I you mean, just want them to lose. That's, I just... That's yeah, I just... I really don't care if they lose. That's... <laughs> I'm not going to mind it. No, you know I'm not. I'm not a. You know I'm a. I'm a Patriots fan first. Yeah. And um, you know it's like I said. I mean I understand. 
a lot of people, you know, you have the Brady side, you have the Belichick side, and, and all the Brady people are like, oh, well, you know, he put up with so much for, for so long, and, and all the Belichick people are like, oh, well, you know, stop being a baby. He was a diva over the last couple of years, and he quit on the team at the end. And, you know, there's, there's a little of both there. And, you know, is it the best thing in the world or should I say, it's the, is it the worst thing in the world that he's not on the team anymore? Because at some time, you had to cut bait. You had to. And I don't think that this year, it would have done anything for the growth of the team to still have him around. And I don't think you were going to go any further with him. And honestly, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's going to be any much of a difference with, with Stidham. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, you're talking about Tom Brady. Yeah, but it's, I mean, how happy would if, if he had to come back here, say he took a, a lesser deal to come back. Do you think he would have been happy being here again? He would have been going through the same thing. He would have had the same weapons that he didn't want to throw to. And that's another thing. Another problem I had with Tom Brady is towards the end when he didn't like you, if you weren't in his circle of trust, he's not going to throw you the ball. Right. And they were showing a couple of different plays in that Tennessee game, um, you know, the film that they had. And one point he had Sanu wide open over the middle, and he's still trying to force the ball into Edelman. And he had time to throw it. It's his pinky. Yes, exactly. But he only you can't if you, have a pinky. If you weren't in his circle of trust, you know, if you weren't his, you know, yeah. Robert De Niro, hey. if you were in his circle of trust, then he's going to look at me. Look at me. Exactly. He wouldn't look at you. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he's throwing a lot of balls in the, in the, in the ground and throwing pick sixes. So. Yeah. And, and, and you have to laugh because the last couple of years when he said, oh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do the OTAs because my family life, family life. How's your family life in Tampa? Is, did she did she leave uh, because you're practicing? It's amazing it's, how your it's, family life changes <laughs> like that. Right. I'm glad that they figured it out. Yeah, I'm so happy time. for them. It's too bad they took them a, a, a trip south to do it. But. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, you know, I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't have, I mean, I still love Tom Brady and I always will. Yeah, you have to. You, you, know? you can't deny what he did. You no, know, he's he's the greatest quarterback that ever lived. He is the, you know, you think of the, the New England Patriots. He, he might be the best player ever to play in New England, the Boston area. I mean, he's he's definitely he he's without a question on the Mount Rushmore of yeah 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 definitely of Boston sports. Who do you put them on? Who do you put? You got to do it. It's I'm one, gonna do one one from, from each team. One from each team. Yeah. You got to go with Tom Brady. All right, Pete Brady. Um, I would say for the Boston Bruins, you have to go with Bobby Orr. Or so for the Boston Red Sox, it's tough. It is tough, and I know a lot of people are gonna want to say Ted Williams. Do the Celtics first, then. All right, so. Celtics, I gotta say Bill Russell. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't put Bird there. Okay, so what do you do for the Patriots? I love, I mean, the, and, and I love Larry Bird. Of course. Yeah, but Bill Russell is without a question the best Celtics, uh, you know, best Celtic play ever. And um, people want to judge Brady as the goat because of his rings, but Bill Russell has more rings than fingers. Oh yeah. So how is if you're gonna judge the goat in football by rings, why not judge basketball by rings or every sport by rings? If that's how you want I to do it, I agree with you. Like it makes no sense to me. You never even, they didn't even talk about Bill Russell. People would rather have Will Chamberlain than Bill Russell. I know. Why? He used to, he kicked Chamberlain's ass all the time. Everyone's. Yeah. He would, he was so good when he, when he blocked a shot, he would block it to the point guard. Yeah. What? What? Bill Russell was the best Celtic, in my humble opinion. Oh, no question. To live. I completely agree Bird with you. Bird is absolutely second. Oh, yeah, it was no question. He is unquestionably second. But, but too bad. It's only, you only get one. It's Bill Russell. It's Bill Russell. You have to. I agree with you. I've had so many fights with people. I'm like, listen, you just—it's a recency bias. Yeah. You just because I never saw Bill Russell play either, except on film, on tape. Yeah. But he was amazing. I try to, and I'm. I and lived through. We we lived through Larry Bird. We did, and I, 
I mean, at first, that was the only championships that we were watching were the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Because they were winning in the 80s, and no other team was. No. I mean, no, I know the Bruins, the Bruins made it to... They made it to one Stanley Cup in the 80s, and then... You, the I mean, Oilers. 19, and with, then 1990. The, remember the, the game with the lights went out? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. The power went out? Yep. That was and then the 1990, the year I... I think that was the year I graduated high school. It was. They they lost to Edmonton again, but, I mean, I guess that you go... That's more for the 90s. But that was... I mean, oh, the Patriots made it in 85, and, but, I mean, let's not <laughs> talk about that one. Um, and the Red Sox actually made it to a World Series that year, but, you know... 86, yeah. Bill Buckner. Billy Buck. Um, that did not lose this World Series? For them. No, it That didn't. was Game 6? They did, because they, they blew the lead before that. They had a two-run lead going into that inning, and they couldn't hold it. And I just remember saying to myself, oh, my God. And could Billy me? Buck have, if the pitcher covered the bag, which I don't think he did anyways. Yeah. Would, he would have beat it anyways, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think he would have. Buckner was never going to make it to, to first base. I completely, the guy could barely even run at exactly. that point. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it was, even though it went through his legs, what would he have done? Yeah, the game was lost before then. Or it was, it, they were, it was tied, but they weren't going to win. No. It, they, it already set in. And they lost game point. seven. Yeah. They, you had your chance. They did. It's like the, the USA hockey team in, in, the eight, in 80. That Russia game wasn't the final, wasn't the nope, gold medal they still game. They had to win a game they after win, that. And they were losing that game. Then they, they woke up and won. But yeah, people think of that. They, they always say, oh, yeah, that was the best gold medal game ever. Yeah. It wasn't even a gold medal game. Yeah. And that's like, you know, the, the Red Sox are racing uh, 3-0 versus the Yankees. Mm. They still had to go on and win the World Series. Right. But that, wouldn't have, that wouldn't have mattered that year because they still, they still hadn't won in, in 86 years. Yeah. So if they had beaten the Yankees... And then going on and lost to the Cardinals in the World Series, it would, didn't matter. Wouldn't have mattered. Nobody remembers the losers. They just played that. I, I listened to those the, that series with the Yankees on EEI. They were running yeah. it. Which brings me to my Boston. I mean, I mean literally this week. Yeah. They, they, oh, you do too, too. I just, on my way over here, I was listening to uh, the Patriots-Ravens 2010. <laughs> and I remember that game. It was, it was actually a really good you game. You remember that game, but you don't remember going to Bellator <laughs> three, two months ago. <laughs> I have very selective, a selective memory. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, my Mount Rushmore, yes. speaking of 2004, I mean, yeah, Ted Williams, uh, without a question, the guy is fantastic. But I rate everything on wins. Um, so I'm going David Ortiz. Yeah, I think we have the same because I Biggest do Biggest clutch hitter in Can't Red Sox history. I want Williams to be there so bad. Oh, yeah. But he didn't win, Ortiz, unfortunately. Ortiz won a World Series by himself. Oh, yeah. By he, himself. Yeah, he... Guy was great. For a team game, he won it by himself. He 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 did. It was amazing what he did. That oh, I yeah. forget which one it was, but I mean, and then they gave him that extra ring. They for I had no problem with that. No problem with that at all. But he had in two thousand four um, that Yankee series. He they were down three games to none. Game four, he hits that home run to win it. And then they come back the next day and play another marathon, and he gets the, the winning hit in that game, the single. Yeah, off, uh, wasn't his bad Luiza. You remember that, but you know, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, wasn't that the, didn't he hit like 800 that series? Oh, that was, whole yeah, playoff? it was ridiculous. He, it, why, why would you pitch to him? I know. Why would you pitch to him? Like, like when Manny was up, I, I, when Manny was batting before him, it was Manny third, Ortiz fourth, right? No, it was Ortiz it was, third. It was Manny Ortiz fourth. fourth. And I, because I used to think, I used to argue with my father, I would say, because he'd be like, oh, Ortiz is way better. Like, I'm like, he's only getting the pitches because Manny's in front of him. Or behind him, I mean, whatever it was. Yeah. And, and there was some truth to that because Manny was a great hitter. Oh, he's fantastic. But Ortiz proved it with, with really, the, he didn't have that, there wasn't many all-stars on the team. Well, they became all-stars, but there wasn't that many, like you talk about Brady needing weapons. Ortiz was the only guy doing anything that series. He, um, 
Are you talking now? You're talking the Yankee series. I'm talking the the world that World Series that they won where he was the MVP. Well, how many times is he World Series MVP? The one where he hit everything that they just refused to. Was not, that thirteen? I don't see. I don't remember that stuff. That's the stuff I don't remember. I remember what I had, you know, for breakfast in first grade on a, for the first Tuesday of the year, but I don't remember. Because I'm trying to think. Because I know that in 2004, um, the unsung hero of that whole playoff run was Derek Lowe. Derek D'Lo. He that guy clinched. He was nails. He clinched. I think he clinched every series. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That was nails. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think that's he had a that year he was having a problem with uh, with, with staying sober, and um, are we all? Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes, and then you know he he goes out, and he was the guy was just absolutely clutch yeah. in that whole playoff run. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, because I get them mixed up. I, that's why I, I know the series I'm talking about. 2007, they had a great team, and that was another series. They were down three games to one to the Indians in the um, ALCS and came back and won. Um, so at, at that point, I was like, wow, I mean, this team is just going to come back. And then in 2013, they were down 2-0 against uh, Detroit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They were down 1-0 going down 2-0 until Captain Clutch Ortiz mm. hit the grand slam off of Albuquerque. Of who? Al, what was his name? Was it, was it Al Albuquerque? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, thought, you, I thought it was a nickname. Put that one right into the, the bullpen. You get the famous scene, Torrey Hunter flipping over the wall. Oh, yeah. The, the cop putting his hands up. That was his, That's right. I yeah, remember that. that was game two. And um, that changed the whole series. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, they, had a, they were almost, because they were, they were down by a lot in that game. And um, I, think, I think Scherzer pitched that game, and he was, just, he, he, owned, he was just owning the Red Sox that game. And they had no chance of coming back until they got to that bullpen because uh, Dombrowski uh, could never – he was just terrible at, at finding bullpens. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, he, he hated putting bullpens together. So um, once the Sox got into those bullpens in that series, they pretty much ripped that team apart. But their style pitching uh, Detroit's that year was unbelievable. I mean, you just had uh, Scherzer and Verlander, just the top two. And I mean that just you know that alone, and then Annabelle Sanchez. I mean he had a he was actually really good that year too. But um, yeah, thirteen was another. That was like an unsung hero year for you know the the Red Sox. It was just a bunch of you know let's throw some people together you know. Um, but yeah, that, I mean that was a great World Series, and I do I do think Ortiz might have. I'm trying to think of who won the MVP that year because I know uh, Pierce won it in the last one and I think did Manny win it in 2004? I don't remember. I'm thinking Manny might have won it in 2004 I'm not sure but um, I'm trying to think of one in 2013 I can't tell off the top of my head but um, it might have been Ortiz. If it's the one I'm thinking of because he literally hit every ball that was pitched to him and, and he was clutch like you said Mr. Clutch Yeah. but there was that one series I, I he just owned it he was the only reason we won the, the, the World Series and Yeah. I can't remember the team that we played that's my problem it might have it, it might have been 13 because I'm thinking well they played they played St. Louis twice yeah and then they played uh, the Rockies in 2007 and then they played the Dodgers in, in, in the last one 2018 I don't believe it was the Dodgers so it might have well been. yeah because I mean Ortiz wasn't even playing he, he had retired by then well then I will guarantee it wasn't the Dodgers <laughs> yeah so I'm thinking I'm thinking it was 2013 I, I believe it was I believe it was the last one he went to not yeah. us he that yeah he, he was to. yeah he was I mean he was and you know why I couldn't think because it? it was the second St. Louis series and to me St. Louis I always remember Mankiewicz 
getting the ball from um, uh, what was that closer's name? Um, he, was, he was in Oakland. Yeah, Kevin Falk. Yeah, tossed the ball to Mankiewicz, and, and that was that's, awesome. Yeah, it was phenomenal. First 80, 86 years breaking the curse. Yeah, overcoming everything to get there, and the bloody sock Kurt Schilling and. How great was it seeing 10-year-olds celebrate going, I've waited for this my whole life. Have <laughs> I've you? waited for this for 10 years. Have you, kid? Yeah. Do you, yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, as you know, <laughs> a lifelong Red Sox fan, I mean, you go back to, you know, 86. And oh. then you go back to the year before that, 2003, Grady Little leaving Pedro in the game, mm. in Game 7 against the Yankees. What are you doing? <sighs> it's tough. That's, that's a tough call because I mean, you it's Pedro. You could have got a show pony to make that decision. <laughs> Pedro wanted the ball, though, didn't he? No, I think Pedro was done. He did that little thing where, you know, he points to the sky. He was done. Yeah. And, and Grady Little just couldn't, he couldn't pull the trigger on it because it, it, I believe the, the formula. Okay, oh, formula. Would have been Pedro for seven. Mm-hmm. And then I believe it was Timlin in the eighth and Williamson in the ninth. Oh, all right. And I think that would have won you the ALCS. Uh, but um, Grady Little, for some reason, went up to, you know, Pedro, he went up to him and goes, can you give me one more? And even though Pedro did the point to the sky, we usually meant that he was done, you know, you know he's not going to. He's not going to say no. You can't, you know, you're, you're going after his manhood at that point. Yeah. And he was a proud guy. And Pedro, Pedro is the best pitcher that I've ever seen pitch for the Red Sox. Is that true? Yes. You saw Roger Clemens. Better than Roger Clemens. Better than. And I know there's people that will get mad at me for that. But that guy, as far as I know, he... He did it naturally against, you know, in an era with all steroid That's fair. players. That's fair. Yeah. Because you know he didn't do steroids. He was skinnier oh, than... Oh, I mean, if he did steroids, he was doing them wrong. Doing them wrong, right. He just had You're those... You're supposed to put in your own ass, he not He had his. Those, t- those giant fingers. Like, that, that circle change that he threw was just, you know, because they used to show, you know, pictures of him, you know, and, and the way that he had it sit, you know, in, in, in his palm with his fingers over and His fingers were, were just so long. I mean, that's, that's how he got that pitch. And that's, I mean... And the same thing, like he, for, for someone who was so small, I mean, he threw heat. Yeah, he did. And he was another one that he, you know, he put so much strain on his shoulder that he had to, you know, reinvent himself in his later years. But Pedro, without a question to me, especially, you know, some of those years that he posted, uh, one of the years he had a, a, a post two ERA, I think it was like 1.95, 1.96 um, against the steroid era. I mean, that to me is unbelievable. Yeah. And, and he had one year that he lost the, the Cy Young to Barry Zito, and that was an absolute embarrassment to me. Barry Zito, really? For the Oakland A's, correct? He, I think, yeah, he was with the At Oakland the when he won it, yeah. And then he went to, I know he went to San Francisco with a huge contract, and he was terrible. Yeah, he sucked at the end. But, um, yeah, I mean, Pedro's the best, best I saw as far as a, a, a pitcher goes for the Red Sox, and I know there's people that'll argue with me, but, I mean, Clemens. Do you put Schilling in there at all? I love I love Kurt Schilling. I know you know outside of baseball, a lot of people won't agree with oh, his. Forget, forget but that. I don't, We're not judging I don't base him on things that. On it's that. About I don't, baseball. You know, I'm a, I'm a sports fan. Yes, and that's I mean I don't need a role model. No, <laughs> so good. Charles Barkley's your man. He's not a role model. What's that? Charles Barkley's your man. He's not a role I model. I love Charles. Charles Barkley's great. Remember his commercial? I'm not a role model. Yes, exactly. And he and that's why that's another reason why I love him because he's like I'm not a role model and. You know, a lot of people that look to these, the, you know, these players as role models, it's like, I, I love entertainment. And Kurt Schilling, I love Kurt Schilling. The guy was, he was nails. Yeah. I and thought Lenny Dykstra clutch. was nails. What's that? I thought Lenny Dykstra was nails. Lenny Dykstra was actually the <laughs> person that had the nickname nails. <laughs> That's right. But if he you want to talk about nails. clutch, um, you know, postseason 
you know, you want to, you need a guy out there in the postseason. Um, he's he's one of the guys. He did it for Arizona and the Red Sox. Yeah, he did. And that year, you know, that they won, you know, him and Randy Johnson and those guys were, they were pitching every single game just about. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a pitcher, I, I love Kirk Schilling too because in 2004, I mean, he won 20 games that year, and you know, it was a, a shame what happened in that the Angel series, but he still came out and pitched a, a hell of a game against the Yankees and was a game six. I think it was game six, he hit the bloody sock game. And then um, the, the game that he pitched in the World Series against um, the Cardinals, the very next, I mean, he wasn't, that was it for him. It's a good thing they swept the series because after that game, he wasn't gonna be able to pitch again after that because I mean, that tendon was- But he would've. He would've pitched, but-, but he would've. If you remember the year after, he didn't pitch until after the All-Star break and he was a closer. And, he, and I was at the first game, they played the Yankees. I was at the first game that he pitched as a closer. And you know what his song was? You know how all the closers have their song? Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> and he comes in, welcome to the jungle, and he's running to the mound and everybody's going nuts. And I can't remember who it was, but the first batter he faced, he proceeds to give up a game-winning home run. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. You, see, your memory kills me. I, 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 I just, you know, I... <laughs> I can't remember where I put my keys, but I can remember stuff like this. That's, that's, that's why I wanted you here. You know, here. I'm good with anniversary dates and stuff like that. I just can't remember. Like, I'll put my keys somewhere, and I'll put them in the drawer, and then I'll be looking for them for five hours swearing. You know what the best question is ever? Well, where'd you put them last? Exactly. If I knew that. And when people ask me that, I just want to. <laughs> you just ignore it, right? Yeah. I, uh, just, I can't waste my time with that. <laughs> such a great question. Where'd you leave them? Where were they? Oh, Shut yeah. up. oh you're right. Yeah. I should have thought of that. Oh, my bad. It's the worst. I didn't really intend to talk to you for over an hour about sports. So I, I could talk for hours. I, I know, I know, and I knew that going in. But but to get off sports for a second, yeah. What absolutely. have you been? What have you been? If anyone's still listening, what um what have you been doing? I know you, with the COVID, all that crap. But have you done anything? Gone out? Do you do anything for entertainment purposes? Uh, you know, I've hit uh, hit a couple restaurants. Okay. Um, went to the. I know I've gone to the One Ten Grill a couple times. Um, Rain Tree. No, I went to the one in Nashua. Now you still live in Stoneham, right? I do. Okay, so you, so you're still up because don't forget, we're, this is the I'm, we're, I'm in the North Shore, not oh, yeah. South Shore now. So I, I, I. Oh yeah, I, I remember the you know the Phillies days back in the the Phillies days. Back in That's the, right. Back we when played we were 11 baseball, and 12. Yeah, That's we played right. baseball together. Your so, father was the coach of Mr. Zaya. He, yeah, he was he was the assistant. Mr. Mr. Zaya was the coach in um, uh, Billy Driscoll too. That's right. Yes. I forgot about that, Mr. Driscoll. Yep, that was a great coaching team right there. I mean, that they were. They won. A, they won us at least four games. Uh, without a question, at least, the, at least. the mastermind of baseball right there. Those guys are great. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've done that. Um, obviously, uh, you know, one of the things that I like to do is as I like to stay fit. Um, so there hasn't been any gyms open. So I actually built kind of like a a home gym. You know, I've I was able to before the rush came on. I got a couple of different pairs of uh, sets of dumbbells, and I got some resistant bands. And I actually, since, I want to say since this started, um, uh, you know, I've done a lot of walking and everything. I've lost about 13 pounds. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. I, I mean, Thank you. Because I remember when, when I last saw you, You weren't uh, exactly February uh, needing to lose weight, though. Uh, I, I felt like I had to. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I was up, when I last saw you, February 22nd, I believe, for the- uh, You for, remember that? For though. the big fight. <laughs> 
<laughs> the big fight. I couldn't even tell you the month. I said a couple months ago. It wasn't a couple months. It's been more than a couple months. Yeah. But you, you know when it was. Okay. I, I do remember that. And, uh, you know, because it was a good night. I had a good time that night. It was a great night. Yeah. Um, and it was a good fight. And But I remember because I look back and see, you know, pictures of that and everything. And I, and I knew that, you know, I needed to do something. So, yeah, I, um, you know, I, I hit the... the the uh, fitness hard, and, and I was able to do that. Um, I am looking forward to the gyms opening back up again. I don't know what that's going to be. But, I mean, other than that, um, I haven't gone, I haven't been to, like, any malls. I mean, I'm, yeah. if you count Redstone, but, I mean, that's not really a mall. But would you normally go to a mall, though? Oh, yeah, I used to love going to a mall. Okay, all right. Which one is your favorite mall? Uh, that's a tough one, but probably one that I would go to the most would be, like, Burlington, just because okay. it's so close, and it was near my work. Oh, that makes um, it easy, sure. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I really, I haven't been doing or going, you know, too many places. I haven't either. I've, I've pretty much lived here. Yeah, in this, this is, garage, This is right? a field trip for me. Yeah, actually, there's the bed over there. It was funny because when you flagged me down <laughs> when I was first coming here, and I'm like, I'm like, is that his house? <laughs> this is where I live. This is it. I got, little, I got bunk beds. Look at that. That's my loft. That's right. The top shelf is my loft. And I can see uh, the... Uh, that's a Christmas tree. That's why I keep that. It, oh, goes, nice. it goes right over there in that corner and, and come uh, December. It's fantastic. <laughs> a good setup here. Now you, it's, not, it's actually not bad. The car, we do actually put cars in here in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do then. I think you I'll, just fit one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, just the one. We don't have, the, we don't have two little Volkswagen buggies. We could put parallel park. Great if you, yeah, what are those? Uh, Mini Coopers? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what were those other cars, the, the real small ones? Matchbox cars? Yeah. Um, that I see I see some people driving them in... in uh, you know, once it, it reminded me of like a Simpsons episode. I saw this guy get out of the car, and he, he must have been about six foot four, and he oh. was getting out of one of these cars. Yeah. And I was like, "What do? You, why would you do that? Yeah, why would you choose that? That can't be. It must be a punishment." Yeah. What's your favorite Simpsons character? You just named. You said the Simpsons. Yeah, I know that I'm gonna probably say the wrong one. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. I, I would have to say Krusty the Clown. Okay, why? Just because he's just, the guy's awesome. He's such a mess. And just like his voice, you know, just, uh. <laughs> That was good. But, uh, yeah, I love Krusty. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I know a lot of people want to tell me that, oh, well, you know, people make jokes to this day. Mon- you know, Montgomery Burns, Mr. Burns. Oh, they I call didn't me. see that. I didn't see that. And Excellent. a little, yeah, a little bit of trivia. Okay. Um, there was only like one or two episodes, but Montgomery Burns mm-hmm. had an illegitimate son. Tell me his name was? His name was Larry Burns. Wow, look at that. Played by Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, no way. And I remember the night, because this is before we had cell phones, and this was the night, I mean, I, I know we had cell phones. That's how long this has been But on. they were, you know, they were the 1980s, you know. Uh, <laughs> flip phone? Yeah, like, I never had one back then. So I had, Not like, even flip phone in the 80s, right? No, they, no, they had those they big giant plugged ones that were on, like, Miami Vice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, like a brick to your face. Exactly. And uh, I just remember... That night, watching the episode of The Simpsons, and they introduced the character, Larry Burns, <laughs> and my phone oh, blew up. That's funny. Yeah, and I don't I, even I, think we had call waiting back then. So all I know is I would, <laughs> I would talk to someone. We didn't have the, running water. We didn't have nothing was, back then. Yeah, in I mean, I was basically going to, you know, from one place to another, a horse and buggy that's with right. a candle. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just remember I would hang up with one person, and the phone would ring again, and it was someone else going... Yo, Monty Burns is a legitimate son. And I'm like, oh, boy. Thanks. Heard that one already. So I never yeah. heard the end of that one. That, well, I didn't even realize that. And I, I'm a big Rodney Dangerfield fan. My favorite Simpsons character is um, Disco Stew. Disco Stew's great. Remember that when he got that, he got that Disco Stud 
Yes. Uh, jacket at a flea market or at the garage or whatever. This jacket's perfect for disco stew. Yeah. I, I love disco in the, stew. In the, in the third part? Yep. Yeah. Same thing with... Um, Duff Man, I think he was the same way. I got my picture. Did you, did you ever see that picture I had? I went to Comic Con. Actually, we could talk Comic Con. That's right. You've been. I have been. I've waited so long to talk about Comic Con. We Love talked Comic-Con. about the Mount Rushmore of sports. For, for Loved it. I know. We. I. I probably don't have any more listeners left because we probably checked out. <laughs> it's but, all right, I'm listening. Um, but yeah, Comic Con was great. Yeah. I uh, went with the with a couple friends of mine and um, Julie Sarno. Yes, Julie Sano is one, and, and uh, Aliyah Kayatza, who's a very good friend of mine. I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning him. Uh, he shut it off an hour ago. Don't worry about it. They, they probably did. <laughs> but uh, me and him went as uh, a couple of Dragon Ball Z characters. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, he went as uh, Vegeta, and I went as Goku. No, is that pronounced Fajita? No? No, it is not. <laughs> I ate steak, a Fajita. Steak. You went steak, steak and he went as chicken. Nice. Yes, so I went as Goku, he went as... I know a lot of people are like, what the heck? hell is he talking about but yeah i mean it was funny because i actually was never you know a big fan of any kind of these shows but i remember i used to you know i'd get home late at night on a saturday night and i'd you know turn on tv because i couldn't go to sleep right away and i'm flipping on you know adult swim on on a cartoon network and they had dragon ball z on i'm like what is this and i just sit there and watch and i remember the first episode you know it's you know, they, they have the announcer on there you know will goku be able to defeat the the great frieza and i'm sitting there going I don't know, but I think I'm going to watch I'm again find next out. week. Um, weren't they like 20 minutes long, too, or 15 minutes? Yeah, or something with all like the that? commercials. They were quick, right? But I, I might be thinking about Adult Swim, where they only have like 10 minutes. They have those shows, like, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, of course, off the top of my head, I can't think of them, but there were a couple, there's a couple of great shows, like uh, actually the Mike Tyson Mysteries. No way. Yeah. I remember that show. He had a pigeon, Tyson. right? Did he have a pigeon? A pigeon played by <laughs> Norm Macdonald. That's right, Norm And Macdonald's. it was the greatest character. Oh, man. Love Norm Macdonald. I love that pigeon. I want to have a pigeon just like him. I think one of the best um, celebrity voice cameo has got to be George Clooney on South Park. Did you ever hear what he was? <laughs> they, he wanted to be on South Park, and they're like, all right, but you're going to be a dog. He's like, all right, but all you're going to say is woof. Yeah. He woofed like four or five times, but it was George Clooney doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because they Love used to that. have that doctor character that was supposed to be based off of George Clooney on that show. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was one of the reasons. But, yeah, I mean, you know, he was a, he was a fan of the show. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they do, um, they do have on Adult Swim, they have a bunch of those shows that are only like 10, 15 minutes long. Um, but That's good for your attention span. Exactly, because that's about all. You, but they had the, the Aqua Teen Hunger, Hunger Force, which is another one of my favorites. I've with, heard of them. You know, Frylock, you know, the, the, they had these, um, you know, a, a hamburger, which was uh, Meatwad. Uh, Meatwad? Meatwad was his Why name. Why am I just finding out about this now? I, I would have been watching. And same thing. I ran into this show on accident, and I loved it because it, it just it cracked me up, and it was just <laughs> about right for my attention span. Um, uh, Frylock, who was... Uh, he was a container of French fries, and then Master Shake, who was who was actually a shake, and they were supposed to be like detectives or something like that. But none of the shows they were ever detectives. They just got well, into because all kinds when a giant shake walks down the street, it's not really uh, exactly. And and Shake was like he was the biggest. You can say whatever you want. He was the biggest dick. Okay, fair enough. He really was. And, but he he made the whole show. He was the greatest character. <laughs> and um, same thing. It was like 10, 15 minutes long, and it was it was a great show. But. Um, to get back to the see, I could go off. We're on not going to get back to anything. But to get back to, uh, I did the last one on purpose, by the way. <laughs> I did, I did. I was like, I'm going to throw him off now. You, wanna, you don't even goes. know. Yeah, exactly. You you did well. But to get back uh, to Comic Con, <laughs> um, did you go as Dickwad? No, no, Meatwad. 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 No, I went as uh, Goku, a Dragon Ball character, and I mean, I I had the wig, 
Um, but I had like just a you know a Dragon Ball uh, T-shirt. But um, my friend Aaliyah, oh man, that guy went all out. I saw your picture. Yeah, you, me, he had, you sent he it to the, me. You look, you look good. No, yours. Oh yeah. You sent me yeah you because like, we had talked about it. That's before, right. I did. And send I it. think you, I don't think you shared it with many people, but you you sent it to me because I I'm, I'm yeah because you're a geek too. So, yeah, you're so like it's, yeah, Comic Con guy, and it's funny because I never would have ever pictured myself going to one of these, and um, I loved it, and and honestly, I can't wait to go back again. I'll go again. Yeah, I almost I didn't get tickets because I was debating whether or not to go this year, and with the COVID, it worked out well. I actually started going. I went to my first one. If I'm being 100 percent honest, to laugh at the people, not like not like ha ha like you yeah. idiots, but but I people watch is a, is a better term, right? Exactly. Because but but I ended up actually loving it. Yeah, and, um, and I've gone to everyone ever since. And, and I was this year counts because they got canceled. And I had it was funny because we had people you know dressed as other. People like we had uh, Thanos. People dressed as people. Yeah, like dressed as other characters. I'm in the minority. I go with a Batman T-shirt and, and that's yeah. it. But well, I wasn't gonna. Up. I wasn't gonna dress up. You but we decided to, and I and I actually I'm glad I did. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But we had people, you know, dressed as other characters coming up to us, taking pictures with us, and we had a picture. We got a picture with Thanos. Nice. And it was the guy was he was actually he looked really good. Like he looked good as a Thanos. You know, he, he had the, the costume was fantastic, and we got the picture with him, and. Um, you know, it was great. You know, of Leah, like I said, he put a lot more into the, the costume than I did. I mean, he was he was into the character. Yeah. He had, like, little kids coming up to him going, oh, my God, it's Vegeta, getting pictures with him. He was playing slot machines <laughs> after, you know, Comic-Con was over, and he's still dressed in costume, and he's still taking pictures with people. It was awesome. I mean, it was, it, like I said, I, I can't wait to go back. I mean, there was some, some decent people there. Um, I didn't get a chance to, to get a picture with anybody. Um, you don't want to be seen there. What's that? You don't want to be seen there. No, I would have loved <laughs> to, but I mean, uh, not to mention the fact that we're just they were charging a ridiculous amount of money. Like, I, they're I, no hoist Gracie, that's for sure. What's that? They're no hoist Gracie. No, sure. nope. And and hoist will take a picture for free, which is even better. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hoping to start a line of hoist Gracie pictures myself now <laughs> through yeah, the year. Yeah, absolutely. Or through the events. I I seem to find them every time I go. So. You do, and that's I've impressive. never not gotten one of a picture with them. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and that's why I was surprised because you were just like so matter of fact. I walked right by. Yeah, him, I was just. <laughs> I was like, by the way, that's hoist. I was focused on. Huh? The, <laughs> I was focused on the you know I, the task at hand. I the wanted Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts coffee. Right. right. That's, oh, that's right. Because we went up to the yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm dying for a coffee right now because yeah. I had just got there and, and um, you know, we were just wasting the afternoon, um, you know, waiting for the fights. And, um, yeah, just the fact that you saw him again <laughs> was just amazing. I thought my luck was running out. I'm like, this will be the one time I don't. Yeah. Care. Now that I've, like, f- fake bragged about, you know, how Hoist Gracie is following me, I'm never going to see him again. And, yeah, exactly. and, and we walk right by him. Not on purpose. And it was only because of that place not having what we wanted that it happened. That's we right. didn't intend to I go to Dunkin'. I couldn't eat there. Yes, that, the damn, that's the what damn it was. gluten-free you kid. Couldn't, that, I knew there was, they weren't out of anything. Well, no, they, they had extra gluten. The gluten-free you kid. Do it. Was that's this, right. stupid, nerdy, gluten-free kid <laughs> that you couldn't, you know, couldn't and, eat and here. We had to go to Dunkin' Donuts right. or Starbucks, and we couldn't have lost because he was at Starbucks. Yeah, and we walk right by it. To yeah, I mean, I I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. I know yeah. everyone's different, um, but I just think the the coffee at uh, Starbucks is gross. And I know I'm, I'm this whole podcast. I don't think I'm making any friends because I know there's going to be people. <laughs> I'm going, your friend Larry. Oh my god, it, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, oh my god, he he said stuff about 
um, Tom Brady, and now he's <laughs> dissing Starbucks. You gotta have an opinion. We're yeah, talking. I agree with you. This is the conversation we'd have whether the microphone ends or not. Yeah, I, so I completely agree. It's that's what that's what I want it to be. I want it to be a conversation. I don't want it to be an interview where I say, "Gee, Larry, uh, what you know?" I just, it's. I'm not interesting enough to be interviewed. So <laughs> I just want to talk. If people I'm definitely like not. It, I'm like definitely it. not interested. In, uh, interesting enough to be interviewed. So yeah, I mean, just regular conversation. <laughs> now we did start with a, with well. Where do we start? I forget, but we ended up we going... We started talking sports. We did sports. Well, that we did sports, but then when, when I tried to steer from sports, we went to Simpsons, to Comic-Con, to blah, blah. Now, what Comic-Con did you go to? Because there are many Comic-Cons. The, the mother of all Comic-Cons being San Diego. It wasn't even called Comic-Con. It was called... And it was at Mohegan, right? Yes. And I forget the name of it. I actually have, I have the ticket stub on my wall in my man cave at home next to a... Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers mask with um, pictures that I got from there because I mean I'm I'm not I wouldn't say like I'm a I'm a huge horror fan but I love I thought you were um, just uh, basically Friday the Thirteenth like the original Jasons and, and Michael Myers I mean, Michael Myers on is one, one of my favorite what's that who was the killer on the first Friday the Thirteenth it was the mother ah, nice Jason's mom nice and um, I would have I don't know if I would have survived in Scream or not but um, Drew Barrymore got that question wrong she did. She said Jason Voorhees, right? Yeah, she yeah, said Jason. It's not Jason. And the killer uh, said, no, you were wrong. It is uh, Jason's mother, and her boyfriend got killed at that part. So, But, um, yeah, I mean, I just I love the classics. So I have a picture. And, by the way, the, the guy that played the new Jason in, like, the 2011 movie was there. Kane Hopper? No, Kane, Kane Hopper. He played, a lot of, he's the, he played a lot of the other ones. Okay. Kane Hopper is probably... He, yeah, he's, like, one of the most... I, I would say he's probably the, the most famous Jason. But... Um, Despite my calling him Kane Hopper. Yeah, Kane Hopper. <laughs> What's his name? Kane Hopper? Kane Hopper, something. Something like that. But, um, so, yeah, like, the... the, the the new Jason was there, and he's like, oh, you know, they, I got a, a nice, there was a guy there that does drawings, and I guess he's, I can't remember his name, but I guess he's, he was like a... Bill. Bill, Bill Lewis or something like that. Bill but, Lewis, Bill Lewis. But he was like, um, you know, he's good at sketches, and he had a, a Jason one, and he had a, a Michael Myers one, so I bought uh, both of them. They were like five bucks a piece, and he's like, oh, well, the, the um, you know, the guy that plays Jason in the newest movies over there. And, uh, you know, maybe you should go get this autographed. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's great. And he's like, yeah, he only charges like $80. And I'm like, he, he's not even, he's the... <laughs> he's not even the third best Jason. Yeah, he's like the, the guy that played in the new one. It's like, it would be like, you know, getting a, an autograph from the Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie Halloween. You know, it's not even the same. No, it's really not. It's so really the... Not. the, the the Michael Myers mask that I actually have is from the the newest one, um, which was the original J- uh, Michael Myers, by the way, uh, from the first one. I don't know anything about. But he's that. he's an old guy now. You, so you don't you're not like a fan of any of that kind of. No, stuff. no, I'm a fan of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, somewhat Elm Street, but I, I never got into Halloween. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, Michael Myers is one of my favorite characters as far as like. I liked like, him in So I Met an Axe Murderer. Yes, it, and he was great on Saturday Night Live. So underrated. I agree with you, completely agree. But um. Who'd win in a fight, Jason? I know it's, the movie's been done. No, no, Jason and Mike Myers, who'd win in a fight? Uh, I would have to say Jason just Absolutely. because he came, he, he's come back to life so many times. But though, I have to say Michael Myers. He went Myers, out of space and kicked ass. Michael Myers is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, he, he's come, he's, I'm not going to say he came back to life, but he survived a lot of crap too. What's his mask? What's that? Who's his mask? Uh, that would be William Shatner. Yes, it will. See, that stuff I know. The crap, that crap I know. Yeah. I, I live on IMDb. William Shatner, yes. 
That's a good. Uh, that's a good question. That's a great question. I like it. I like it. But I'm ask I think something else. But I forget. But keep getting, keep going, Larry. Getting way off base again. I think it was it was Infocon. It was called. Oh, all right. Um. So yeah, it was at it was at Mohegan Sun. It was a like a a little a little room that you go through, and you know they had the guy that played uh, the guy that is the real life. Uh, Peter Griffin was there. Wait. Do you mean the voice? No, like there's a real life guy. He goes to all the comic Yeah, books. and he's Peter Griffin. Yeah, like seen, in I've real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy, he's got the voice down, and it's it was hysterical. He's only got one job. That's right. Voice down. And that's all he does. He goes to all of them. I, I saw him in Rhode Island and Boston. Or yeah. Boston, not Rhode Island. And, um, so he was there. Um, Billy D. Williams was there. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to... Was it, Momoa but, there? Momoa didn't go to that one, did Who was it? Momoa? No. But um, I think I'm trying to think of who. Oh, Val Kilmer was there. Why? Because he played a Batman. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. A lot of people he, probably he, don't remember he that. He is a Batman. Um, do you think he was the worst Batman? Um, I I actually like them all. See, to me, it's not you. You're, you're I shaking have one your head. bad one that I did who, not like. Who is it? George Clooney. See, I'll disagree with you, and I'll tell you. Well, tell me why. Tell me why you say that first, and I'll. I just thought he was terrible. All right, but see, here's my my thing. Okay, I think anybody can play Batman. Anybody can play Batman. How are you at being Bruce Wayne? I think Clooney is is the typical Bruce Wayne, the the billionaire playboy. I'll give you that. I just maybe it's because I just don't like George Clooney. Oh okay, well, they, well, uh, you probably it is. Yes, I've waited till the end to throw that in. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I mean, I'm not a Val Kilmer fan either, but I, I didn't thought think that he was bad. I just um, I didn't I didn't think Val Kilmer was bad either. No. Um, who's your favorite? Oh, uh, see, now I'm gonna go against the grain. I, I thought Affleck was fantastic as as Bruce as Bruce Wayne. Okay, so you're just going. Based I yeah, on Bruce because Wayne. anybody can. I like I Michael, be Batman. I liked Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton was great. Loved Michael Keaton. He was great, but I I just. I, I thought Affleck, because Affleck played the older Bruce Wayne. Again, like I said. Again, I just don't like Ben Affleck. Okay. So who do you like? Do you like anybody? I really don't. I like you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, we're friends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, 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 there's a lot of people I don't like. What about Christian Bale? Most people think Christian I, Bale's the uh, best Batman. Christian Bale was good, but I just couldn't stand when he's Batman, and it sounded like he swallowed the whole thing of battery acid. Yeah, I didn't get the voice Batman. thing. I don't understand that. I couldn't stand it. Keaton didn't do that, did he? I'm Batman. No, no he just kind of whispered. He talked very low. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was cool as a cucumber, man. Yeah, he was. Michael Keaton was... was hey! I, I, I didn't even wave to that person. Like, uh, I usually but, do. Yeah, Michael Keaton. I thought Michael Keaton to me was the best Batman. Yeah. So, uh, that's, 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 a, that's not a bad choice. I, I just... I don't... I like Kilmer. I like them all. But I just thought for what it was, I liked Affleck. As, but again, I go by Bruce Wayne, like you yeah. said. Because, like, you know, put, put the mask on me. I could be Batman. You don't know. Uh, Robert Pattinson, he's going to be the Batman. You know, I just, I can't see it. I just can't. I can't either. But they say he's great. I'm going to well, watch that's it. That's good. I mean, I'll, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm not going to completely just crap on him without you know seeing him. But I could say, tell you. Well, you have to see him to crap. After on three him. minutes, I'm going to be like, nope, sucks. <laughs> I'm out. Good day. I'm trying to think of like who, who else would be like a good. See, I like can't pick one, and that's my whole thing. Is like, if you can't come up with someone better, like I don't know, Mark Wahlberg. Would he? Like Boston Batman. Hey. Uh, Catwoman, how's your mother doing? Yeah, exactly. So how do you mother for me? <laughs> I mean, what? Hey, Catwoman, you're a cat. <laughs> Look at you, you're a cat. What? <laughs> Look at the penguin. Um, what, what? Now, who's your favorite villain? Oh, man. Uh, I thought Danny DeVito was great as Penguin. 
Uh, Jack Nicholson. You gotta love yeah, Jack. Come on. Gotta love Jack. Um, oh man. Um, I know probably who wasn't one of my favorites was Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Why? Come on. Exactly. That <laughs> I love. See, but that get to the freeze chamber. <laughs> but see, I don't think that movie was meant to be serious. I don't. I, I just, thought it was supposed to be campy, like the '60s right. show. I just thought it was terrible. What about? How about this? I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go way back. How about Vincent Price as Egghead? Oh, so you're, yeah. you're going back well, to hey, the, Adam to West the was, episodes. Sure, those were great. Um, I used Burgess to like. Meredith. Wah, wah, yeah, wah, wah. I liked. Uh, I thought the the Riddler and the Joker were great. Was it was it Omar Moreno that played the Joker? Caesar Romero, yes. Yeah. Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. He was great. Caesar Romero was fantastic. He was a fantastic. He was great as a Joker. And Frank Gorshin was the Riddler. Yeah, and I thought the Riddler was great back and then too. And for the Catwoman, it was Lee Merriweather. There was a couple different. Eartha Kitt, and I, I think there was three, but I don't know. I never know. I, I, I thought Eartha Kitt was great as, as Catwoman. They both were great. Yeah, yeah, I thought, but I think Lee Merriweather was in the movie. That yeah. They, yep, I think you're right. Um, but Egghead was 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 Vincent Price. I forget who King Tut was. Oh, I can't remember. I, I remember King Tut the character, but I forget who played him. Yeah, they had some crazy. Villains back because it did. was campy. That's what, and I think that's what Batman and Robin was supposed to be. I, like. Yeah, I agree with you. And so that's why you had if you like the remember the the scene where they were like sledding a roller skater or something like that. Like that that was just the ridiculousness that they I think they were trying to achieve, but people oh, yeah. just, people just didn't buy it. Oh no! I mean, but they had Chris O'Donnell, Alicia Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. A, yeah, I thought she was. Uh, every time I, when I saw her in that movie, I thought she was just going to break out in a clueless. I was hoping she would. Yeah, in a little musical. Uh, well, Nicole Kidman was Poison Ivy. Was that, was she in that one? Was it? Oh, Uma Thurman. Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman was, was, was Poison Ivy, and yes. she was in that one. Yes, Uma Thurman. Yeah, they had. There was that a great was cast. a terrible Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm no, not saying I'm not an Uma Thurman fan because I thought she was fantastic in Kill Bill. Oh yeah, she killed Bill a bunch of times. Oh didn't she? yeah, she she was uh, she good for her getting a revenge. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Volume One and Two, uh, Kill Bill, loved it. Yeah, um, it was great. But uh, yeah, I just thought that that Batman just didn't it didn't do it for me. What's your favorite Batman movie? <sighs> There's a couple of them, but it's you can only go home and watch one. What is it? The the one where uh, Heath Ledger was the the Joker. Heath. Oh, okay. So you you chose the Christian Bale one. Yeah. Now, what do you think about Jude Law getting? Was it Jude Law? Jude Law played the the, the Joker in the. No, um, not Jude that Law. was not Jude Law, and what, I can't remember I his of? name. Oh my God, this is going to drive me nuts. It's not Jude Law, you're right. It was not Jude Law. Um, Leto, Jared Leto. Oh, yes, I had the initials right. Yes, Jay Leno. He was the Joker. <laughs> Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, Jared Leto. He was. Um, they say he got screwed. He got all cut. All his stuff was cut in the floor and left. Yeah. And and even Suicide Squad, they're all miserable about that and. They're saying that's why the DC films took a different direction. And, but um, I saw, uh, did you see, is it the, it's called The Joker. No, oh, is it just called Joker? I have not seen it yet. It's pretty good. I heard it was really good. Um, I don't know why I didn't want to see it. Um, I, I heard Joaquin Phoenix was fantastic in it. Um, I'm just not a fan. Of, of Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Okay. It's not, I don't want to give it anything away. Just, I wouldn't anyways. I hate spoilers, but. It's not. It's a different Joker film. Yeah, that, you don't. I, you know I've, that. I've actually I've heard of what happens in the movie. Oh, someone, seriously? Someone spoiled it for me. Oh, that stinks. But I mean, I still want to see it, even yeah. though I know it's going to happen. Um, it's worth seeing, definitely. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, I just I haven't seen it. Um, I still want to see it. It's on. You know, it's on the list of movies that I want to see. I just um, 
I haven't got around. I'm not a fan of his, but I heard he was incredible. He was. He was really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward. I, when, when I see it, we'll definitely catch up with that. But uh, I have not seen that yet. What's next on the list? I want to wrap. We've been here. For movies? Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to the next Venom. I was looking forward to Venom 2. Oh, I know. Me too. But there is a still, I think, uh, there's a new Halloween coming out this year. Halloween, I believe it's called Halloween Kills. It's not called Halloween 13? No. You sure? Because it should Positive. be. Positive. Okay. But it's, it's funny because the last Halloween movie was supposed to be the last one. <laughs> I thought. I thought. And, and they, they slaughtered the other Halloween movies because they just kicked them all out like they never existed. But let me ask you this. Now, now Saw did this too. They announced... That There's this, a new Saw coming out. <laughs> That's my point. Chris that, Rock. They announced... Is that true? He's producing it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he's a huge fan of it. And I, I guess he, he jumped in there and he, and he took it over. And I actually saw a... Um, a trailer for it and it looks okay. great yeah but see that's but that's I think when you announce it this is the last one everyone's gonna go see it yeah so of course it's gonna smash records yep you've already said this is the last time how many how many farewell tours has Cher gone on because oh, they sell out everywhere because they think this is their last chance oh, she to see she still her. thinks she can turn Just back kidding. time we're turning back time we're doing it again I mean you would not you, you, it has to be the last one because you'll never replicate what you just did. Yeah. I saw the last Saw. You know why? Because I saw, saw, saw. I saw, saw. Saw, 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 seesaw. <laughs> I actually like, kind of like the, some of them were ridiculous. You like the Saw series? I, I saw the Saw series. I liked it. And um, I seesaw. Do you seesaw? I saw, saw. And I watched the last one. I thought the last one was pretty good. And then when they said, oh, now it did so well, we're going to do another one. I'm like, y- y- did you just bait me in? I mean... I'm actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I stopped watching the Saw movies like... So you didn't see Saw? I saw the first, <laughs> I believe, like three or four. Yeah. And then I stopped watching them. They were awful after a while. But I do want to see the new one. I want to see what Chris Rock does. I like Chris Rock. Um, I, I believe he plays, he's actually going to play in the movie. He produces it and he plays a character in the movie. Um, I think he plays a cop. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to, you know... What it's going to be like now? Yeah, I'll watch it. Too, um, but. but like I said, that this Halloween movie, the the last one that came out in 2018, um, they cut out part, you know, two through six. I believe there was six of them. We're not going to acknowledge it. And then, guys. of course, there was H2O, and then there was the yes. the last one was was it Resurrection, the one where it was it actually took place in a in a um, uh, it was like a house it was supposed to be a. They went back to the old Myers house, and it was supposed to be like a, um, you know, uh, a live show. You know, like one of those reality shows. Oh, okay. And it took place, and it went. Of course, it went bad. But things didn't go well in the Halloween movie. Not go, it did not go well. <laughs> but um, that was the last one. So they cut all those movies out in this one, and it, and it just took. I think it took place forty years after the original. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis was back, which I was glad to see, even though she died in one of the movies. Oh, oh, one of the other ones. In one of the other ones, she died. Oh wow. Yeah, she she. It was the last one. She died at the very beginning of the movie, and um, you know, so that never happened. And I was glad to see that she's still alive. And you know, somehow she, when he dropped her, she stabbed her and dropped her up, dropped her off the roof. She survived, and I'm and I'm very happy that she did. Yeah, she was a final girl. That's what they call them, final girls. Yes. The one who makes it to the end. And then Friday the 13th would do that. The girl, the final girl, would get killed and get in the killed beginning the, yes. of the next one. <laughs> yes. It's a pattern. It works. Yeah, it I works. love it. You know, who would have thought that, um, you know, the survivor of part one would, you know, get the ice pick to the head in part two? You never know. Exactly. You never know how it's going to work. But um, the name of this one, I believe, is Halloween Kills. And um, 
they said that, like I was saying, the 2018 one was going to be the last one. So Jason, um, I'm sorry, Michael Myers. Um, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but supposedly he he dies. No one's listening. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, supposedly he dies at the end of of this one, but um, you know he's going to make it through. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, there's two more. Oh. There's one that's coming out. Um, this year, if it doesn't get pushed back, and then there's the last one called Halloween Ends. I mean, these are very original, but does it? very original titles: Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Give me, give me Halloween. The, give me the penultimate Halloween. How about that? Let's let's do one of those. That way, you know there's only one more. Penultimate's my favorite word, by the way. Exactly. What and is it? What was your favorite? Penultimate. Yeah. Second to last. I'm not insinuating you don't know what that means. I'm just saying that's what that's the word. Penultimate. Okay. And. That's why. That's why I made a joke once when when Rambo came out, the last Rambo, and I'm like, "There's no way Stallone is doing this." It's that's therefore I'm calling it the penultimate Rambo. I actually like that Rambo. And I got busted because someone knew that was my favorite word, and she went, "You just like to use that word." I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I did. I, I definitely did." And you did like the Rambo. I didn't see it yet. I want to. See I did it. like it. It's on. It looks much like the first Rambo. In that it's it's the plot. I mean, he's not going to East Oshkosh. Yeah, to I don't kick want to give it ass. away. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I I actually saw it back around Christmas time on um, on DVD and um, I liked it. But I, I mean, I like Stallone movies. I yeah, like all too. the ones where um, the ones where he breaks out of uh, out of jail. I don't know if you ever saw any of those. Oh, I can't Escape. Oh, yeah, Escape. Escape. Is it those the them. Escape? Yeah, the ones where the last couple he did with, uh, you know, Dave Bautista. Yeah, he um, and Arnold did the first one. Yes, um, and I love those movies. I, 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 I like him as an actor. I thought I loved him in Expendables. Oh, the Expendables. Expendables are great. Yeah. Um, so I'm a Stallone fan. I always have been. But um, yeah, I mean, to see him still, you know, killing people and kicking ass at 70. Yeah. Is pretty fantastic. You so. know that commercial he's in when when they talk. My wife does a great impression of this. Stallone. She I, she won't listen to this either because she hates my podcast. So I, so I <laughs> she can doesn't say, have five hours. She doesn't to have yeah, She's got better things to do. Um, when they go, uh, well, they were talking about the rock, something rock, rock or Rocky or something. And, and um, they show Chris Rock. Yes. He goes, who do you expect? And, and, and that was not a Chris Rock impression. That was my voice actually cackling. <laughs> and, and he goes, I don't know, me? It, my wife does the best impression of that. It's um, From that part? From just, just, yeah, just him going, I don't know, me? That's it. Stallone. He's great. But what, are you, what are you doing for the next, I don't know, 40, 50 years of your life? See, people think he actually talks like that. He, I know. He's an actor. Yeah. That's the, I hated that. You're such an idiot. It's not how he talks. It's how the character talks. That's what made him you know, a good actor. And he was brilliant in the fact that they offered him, to, they wanted to buy his script and for like low money. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, I'm good. I'll do it myself. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. He did porn before that. Yeah, I, I heard that. Um. I haven't actually seen it, but I heard. I haven't either. But um, let's forget the name of Town Stallion. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Italian think, Stallion. From what I heard, I read it somewhere. <laughs> Bathroom wall. Bathroom wall. <laughs> but I, I, I think this has gone on long enough. What do you think? Gonna go watch some fights? Let's go watch some fights. All right. Thank you so much, Larry. Thank oh, you. by the way, Larry, I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this episode. Um, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but it's the name of a TV show that was absolutely horrendous back in the 70s. Oh, and it's gonna be the perfect. Per- it's the perfect title. Being horrendous, yeah. in hands. <laughs> but I decided that today. And, and when you see it, and you go like, "What does that even mean?" Because it kind of makes sense for the episode, yep. but it's actually a nod to a, to a terrible TV show. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Thanks for having me.